Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that would like to think it could run Crisis, but in reality struggles to get a good frame rate on Animal Crossing. I am your 20 frames per second host, that, and joining me is a man who lives his life 60 frames per second at a time. Per second. It's Mr. Duty Neutrum. How are we, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am very well. I've been overloaded with games this week and excited to talk about all of them. How has your gaming yeah. week been? Uh, it's been all right. I, of course, have been playing uh, Avengers, which is what I'm going to talk about later on today. I've been doing that with uh, Dave from Super Movie Bros. Sure, sure. Um, uh, which is which has been pretty cool, pretty interesting. Uh, it's it's sort of uh, when 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 we did finally sort of you know get games working and stuff like that. Dave immediately was going, "I'm Captain America. I don't care. I'm Captain America." Uh, and now my brother wants to sort of you know get on and play with us as well. And my brother's like, "I'm Thor," and I'm like, "Motherfucker, I'm Thor. <laughs> Find someone else." <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's been good. I've also been going back to uh, take a look at the Arkham games as a sort of a, a road to Gotham Knights that comes out some point next year. And I'm uh, replaying Gotham City at the moment, and I've forgotten how fucking good this game is. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, that's that's been that's been rad. Uh, so that that should be something that'll be coming soon uh, to a YouTube channel near you. <laughs> um, and also, I've been playing Formula One in my in my racing cockpit. Yeah, nice. That's yeah. I've I've uh, also got myself a wheel recently, and uh, it is a lot of fun. I uh, will say I'm getting better. Not as good as you are, but uh, still better than not being shit. Um, so it's, yeah, yeah. You, you sent me your most recent lap time, and that was it's so much better than what you're using on controllers as well. I think you're like three seconds quicker. Uh, more than more like five. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, but we'll uh, yeah. it will get better and better. I know that I still have about um, on the uh, the Melbourne track itself. The top time in the world is, I think it's a 115, and I'm doing a 125. So there's still a lot of improvement to be made. <laughs> but uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to, to get that time, you need to actually fucking be changing gears, and you need to turn all, all the every assist off and actually be playing as if you're racing. Yeah, that, that's some next-level shit. So uh, we'll see how we go, but um, it's uh, there's room for improvement, which is positive. Uh, I will just say a big shout-out as well this week uh, to our good friend Ollie. Dr. Funk MD69 on Twitch, who uh, who has become a, an affiliate now, a Twitch aff- Twitch affiliate. I don't know, whatever. Uh, basically, he's uh, he's starting to earn some serious serious dollars uh, from being on Twitch. Um, so he's he's quitting <laughs> his job and he's going to be a Twitch dude from now on. Yeah, yeah. So, well, basically, Ollie's you know with with everything that's going on in the in the in the in the world and in Melbourne at the moment, Ollie's started up Twitch, and I've uh, I, I think it's to the point now where uh, if you haven't paid attention to the Shaking Not Noob Twitch, good thing you haven't because I've changed the name and we don't really use it anymore. <laughs> um, so, if you want to see more entertaining people than us play video games, Ollie does it. I think like every day at like two o'clock Australian time or three o'clock Australian yeah, time. Um, and yeah, you play Skyrim. He just did some. Uh, four guys with you yesterday so two days ago as as of the episode releases yep. um and you had the miscellaneous crew guys in the chat and matt comms from uh from draw this ad sort of everyone just sort of having fun and having a ball yeah it's, um, it's just so. good times hanging out doing stuff i think um ollie and i plan to do some uh, some tony hawks next week so uh yeah it'll be it'll be good fun i'm i'm very excited it's a good channel it's good fun to to watch for a couple of hours and just uh, chill out with friends and have a bit of a yarn. So, um, yeah, check it out, Doctor Funk MD sixty nine on Twitch. Lots of fun. 
might might get him to replace me on the show. <laughs> Jeez, you guys have too much fun. <laughs> too much fun. All right, well, uh, we're going to move on to the news, buddy, because uh, there's a big piece of news this week. Only one piece that we're going to talk about, but it's pretty fucking massive. Uh, yesterday, we got the announcement of the flagged prices uh, for the Xbox Series X and the Series S. Uh, which is uh, which is pretty exciting. So the uh, Xbox Series X itself is only this. Is, I found this really fucking stupid. Uh, it's coming from Microsoft directly. They're saying that the estimated retail price is four ninety nine, uh, which is the US price, I believe. Uh, now, just to be clear, these are the people that set the fucking prices, and they're only estimating it now. What the fuck is going on? Just mm. tell us what the fucking price is. Uh, but yes, four ninety nine. Uh, I believe you said it uh, translates to about seven hundred uh, Australian dollars. Is that right? Uh, yes, yeah, so of course uh, the big Australian retailers EB Games and uh, JB Hi-Fi are doing pre-orders uh, as of the 22nd of September. The pre-orders That's go live correct. for anyone yes. interested. Yeah. And uh, they're going to be $750 oh, is the, yeah. Sorry, the total. I'm looking at their, their site now. Yeah, $749. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. And release date confirmed for 10th of November. So, uh, Which is also interesting as well because, uh, or not interesting, but, but cool, is Assassin's Creed Valhalla releases on that day now as well. So yeah, uh, Ubisoft have come out saying Assassin's Creed releasing the same day as the Series X. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. One of the more interesting things I found about that now is that the Cyberpunk game is still releasing on November 19th. So uh, you can get your previous edition console game on the next gen console. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised, and not that I want it to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if Cyberpunk gets delayed until March next year, uh, and then they just go, look, we're, we're just we're bringing it to the next-gen stuff. Um, look, I mean, and, I, that's, and is- that's not surprising at all. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to, like, what we've seen in the game so far, it looks spectacular. Whether or not it can mm. upscale or it gets bumped up in the uh, in the next gen stuff, maybe they do a release now and then do a re-release of the next gen, or say like they're doing with a lot of games. If you buy your game now, you're getting free upgrades to the next version. So that's potentially something that um, yeah they could do. But yeah, they're releasing on you know <laughs> a week and a half after the, uh, the the next gen consoles start coming through. So. Very, very interesting there. Um, yes, we did sort of briefly touch on as well the Series S, which is the smaller version of the uh, the Xbox. It's a digital-only platform, so you have to buy digital copies of your games to access it. Um, it is. Yep. Uh, they've talked about it being smaller in size, so it's 60% smaller than the Series X uh, as far as dimensions are concerned. So we've talked about, obviously, you know, a few jokes going on about the fridge and the router and all the rest of it. Like, this is... Yeah, look, the space vagina. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This looks much, much smaller and more manageable. Probably closer in size, but... Um, uh, closer in size and design to what we've currently got. Um, as far as Xbox design is concerned. So it it looks kind of cool. But, I mean, there are some concerning stats on this one. So um, they won't have uh, native 4K uh, on here, uh, which is a bit of a bother. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Which is, I mean, you're getting these next-gen consoles and going, hey, look, you know, next-gen console. It can do up up to 8K on the Series X. And now the Series S is like, yeah, no, 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 um, uh, 1440p. So it's, yeah, no 4K on that, which is... I don't. I, I don't necessarily mind that. And and to, to be honest, it's it's when the Xbox One originally came out, what like 2012, I think it was. Um, it was like you know 700 bucks or 750 bucks or whatever it was. Yep. Um, and it included the Connect that no one wanted, um, <laughs> and very little people used. 
but um, I think the idea of having a top, you know, your, your high-end, hardcore sort of Xbox Series X, which, of course, that's that's what I'm getting. Um, but then, you know, you're going to have kids going, you know, mom, dad, or, or whoever, I, I want the new Xbox. And yeah. $750 in the, you know, COVID times is it's might a lot not of money. be feasible. It is, yeah. Um, so this, the S is a good is a good way to essentially avoid FOMO for kids yeah. because that's going to be the thing. Kids are going to go back to school, you know, next year or whatever it might be, and they'll be like, oh, "I got the new Xbox," and it's like, "I got a Switch," or you know, "I got a PlayStation 3," <laughs> or you know, something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't mind the idea of a, of a Series S for sort of yeah. the, the more approachable cost because um, this yeah, one's seven hundred fifty bucks isn't bad. Yeah, seven fifty for the big one, uh, four ninety nine for the little one. Um, yeah, mm. I mean we we do talk little as well, so we sort of briefly touched on um, yeah how it handles the graphics. Um, we we also need to be aware of the storage space on here. Um, so it's got a 500 gigabyte uh, hard drive on there. So you probably yeah. after all of the OS and everything else, you'll probably get about 400 gig of usable space. And oh no, the when, with the with the data size of that sort of stuff there, when Xbox say it's 500 gig, it's actually 500 oh, storage okay. gig. So they'll have like 550, and you know 50 of it will be the actual yeah. operating. So system. I think it's yeah, 512 um, gigabyte yeah. SSD. So it's uh, yes, it's an SSD, but you know it's not massive. So let's, I mean, think about that from a, a like a gaming perspective. It's around about mm. two war zones. So yeah, if you're downloading Call of Duty, you could do it twice, and that's it. It's it's. I think it's just for a digital only platform. It's really crazy that that's such a small space, uh, like a small storage space. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, they've done it to to keep costs down, but still, like that's a very very small hard drive for a digital only platform. And I'm assuming we're going to get you like can, you can just get externals. Yeah, yeah. That's, I assume we'll get some Xbox-related external hard drive product or something like that to associate with it. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's just a little bit disappointing for a digital-only platform to be that small. But yeah, I mean they've done it to shave the uh, the cost price down, which is really cool. Um, I had a look at some of the other stats in there as well. Um, the GPU is uh, basically on the Series X. That is about three times the size or three times more powerful uh, of the one that's on the Series S. Um, we're talking 12 teraflops to 4 teraflops. So it's you know, fairly significant. Um, the RAM is yeah. also reduced. So it's gone from 16 gig in the X to 10 gig in the S. So I think there's, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're looking at like the 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 size and the 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 performance of that particular piece of hardware. It is definitely a cut down version of what you're getting in the X. So if you're you're after the full thing, you need to get the Series X. It's going to have everything that uh, that you, you want in that console. Um, the Series S is is much much smaller. If you're looking to save a few bucks, absolutely, you'll get all of the games and all the rest of it. You're just not going to get them at the uh, the, the best speeds, frame rates, uh, quality as you would on the other one. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's the thing. Like, if it's four forty nine for the S and seven fifty for the X, yeah. then you know you can yeah essentially buy two S's and you have you know not even a full powered X. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and that's so, that's yeah. a bit I, I, crazy. But yeah. yes, it'll be it'll be interesting now. Like I think they've they've come out and they've obviously delivered these two products. I know that um, uh, Sony had already shown that they had a digital only version. Uh, they said it would be at a lower price point. Obviously, we haven't heard what those price points are. But now that you know Xbox has come out. 
with the prices. It was something that we've wanted for so long to understand what these prices would be. It's very exciting to see them now, and I'm excited to see what what Sony's got to do. So, yeah. and you did also say, like, you know, a while ago when we were talking, you know, about the Sony reveals and all that sort of stuff, stuff like that, that you thought these consoles may be over a thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, and, look, well, I mean, I wasn't far off. Seven hundred and fifty—that's yeah, it's it's still a it's a fairly significant financial investment for people. Um, you know, mm. considering how much you use it, though, I think that's probably going to be the big difference there. But yeah, it's it's. It's much more palatable than um, than you would expect. You think about buying like a new laptop, right? If you had to buy a gaming laptop, you'd spend what two grand easy, like as a as, yeah, a, as an yeah, entry level yeah. like gaming laptop. Uh, buying a gaming PC, you're probably looking upwards of you know three to four grand once you've got all the bits and pieces together um, and all your peripherals. So you know to get a an, an a next gen console for under a thousand bucks, seven hundred fifty bucks, that's pretty awesome i think it's a good a good start um yes uh, ball is firmly back in the sony court now and it'll be interesting to see because we haven't we've seen a lot of um i don't know if you've seen it but i've seen a lot of emails and all sorts of stuff coming around from sony going hey check it out you know the new you know new playstation's coming it's going to be awesome they won't say a date and they won't say a price point and so it's just they they're trying to get that market saturation of you know hey we're coming out but they're not telling us any more details so yeah i think there's a a solid gold uh, playstation coming out as well which is like seven and a half pound thousand pounds so uh yeah interesting stuff (laughs) very interesting it'll be interesting to see what kind of idiots buy those things because you know (laughs) i know they've talked about um doing new sorts of skins and all sorts of stuff for the actual um consoles themselves um they so the actual shell around the outside for the ps5 is removable so they'll be doing all sorts of different versions of it which will be pretty cool for uh for future updates but i don't care just give it to me now i just need it need that thing in my life (laughs) don't care what the fuck it looks like Put it in a brown yeah, paper bag. Yeah, you'll have for all you'll I have care. both next gen consoles, and I'll just be running on the Xbox because my PlayStation is just a Spider Man machine at the moment. <laughs> see, see that series, uh, the series S might be a good version for me because you know a, a good starter console. But who am I kidding? I need to get the best and the brightest. I will be buying the X at some stage. <laughs> Uh, there we go well look um, that's it for news it is very exciting news Uh, we will be bringing you the latest updates as soon as we hear the announcements from Sony about the price points but yes very exciting for anyone who's on there Uh, 22nd of September I believe is the pre-order start date so um, yeah get onto your JB Hi-Fi's or whoever uh, immediately because they will absolutely be uh, be selling out of these things Toot sweet. It is also worth uh, worth noting that uh, no, we're not fucking sponsored by them. But EB Games have a thing that um, if you trade in your if you have an Xbox One X, um, so that you know the, the high end, you know, the most powerful console in the world <laughs> at the moment. Um, if you trade that in for a Series X, that uh, instead of spending seven hundred and fifty dollars, I think you're spending like three hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not bad. So that's that's pretty fucking good. Pretty good. Um, look, I there was I wasn't going to say any other bits of news, but I do want to talk about this one because it's kind of funny. Um, Super Mario 3D All Stars. Now, uh, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, baby, this is pretty funny. Uh, so they've started. I believe there's pre-orders available for it now. It comes out in about a week's time. Um, but the funniest part is that it's only out on a limited release. Now, uh, yeah. So this has got uh, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy, um, which is uh, Mario Galaxy. I, I I'm of the opinion it is one of the greatest Mario games of all time. I believe others are of that opinion too. But 
Um, it is only available between September and I think it's March next year. So the, yeah, then it gets then it gets pulled. Yeah, then it gets pulled. So if you're in the market for it, um, you need to get it kind of quickly. It's kind of this Christmas or, or bust. So yeah, it's a, it's coming out very soon. I think it's at uh, a fairly high price point, but I mean you're getting three cracking games. And I'm looking at them yeah. like I've watched some of the video on it. They haven't done anything to the graphics. They're not. It's it looks exactly the same. So they've just lit- oh, if you get some side by side photos, it's just a you know high resolution, smoother, but you know it's still not blocks, a lot though. So still, <laughs> um, yeah, no, not a lot. No, saying, no, 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 no way at all. These guys are taking the absolute piss uh, <laughs> because it's essentially three games that you might already have uh, packaged together in one. I mean, it is you know that one price point, which is great, but yeah, it's only available for a limited time. So if you want it, get it before Christmas because it's gone after that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to be ordering it for Mrs. Duty and get her to, uh, 100%. to do a little thing on it. Uh, like yeah. I said, I, I think Super Mario Galaxy is one of the most amazing games. It just, that that thing sent me sideways trying to play it. It's so fun um, and sort of reinvented Mario for me and how that was supposed to be played. So, um, yes, yeah, very interesting. So check that out if you're uh, into the Mario Man. Mm. Um, Duty, we have a sponsor. Who is that sponsor? We do. It is Michael at Culture Shock Collectibles. Now, look, we've talked about him, you know, every episode on Shaking Not Noob, we've been doing this show for, shit, nearly two (laughs) years now. Um, So, yeah, we've been doing it for a while. Of course, you know who Culture Shock Collectibles are. We talk about them every week. Um, But what you don't know is that that I have bought all of the Shaken Not Nerd slash Shaken Not Noob boys their Christmas presents from Culture Shock Collectibles because it was over over $50 and it was free shipping. Um, (laughs) Now... (laughs) They've gotten, of course, uh, all the all the things you can think of, like Power Rangers. They're very Power Rangers apparently are coming back like fucking Pogs uh, and Alf, um, and uh, Ninja Turtles are apparently doing f- fucking gangbusters to the point where, um, of course, there's the new uh, Ninja Turtles, the 1990s uh, live action movie, but they're doing those as Funko Pops for the first time. So, of course, I've ordered all of those for the the boys. Um, but they're not going to know which turtle or which Casey Jones they're going to get. So it's, it's all going to be going. You are more of a this character in my eyes. Too bad you're getting fucking Leonardo, bitch. Ah, um, in- in- interesting. So you, <laughs> you get to decide who we are. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've already decided who everyone is. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to disclose whom is whom um, because they might listen to this show. But, of course, I bought it at Culture Shock Collectibles. Uh, you can find their fantastic range. Some new hot toys. Now, Fuzzy, I tagged you in it, but I don't know if you saw it. The Wicket Ewok Hot Toy is now available. Oh, I saw A that. A solo Ewok Hot Toy. There is no layer involved. So, you have said multiple times, when they just do Wicket, I will get Wicket. And your prayers have been answered. <laughs> Yes, it's very. Uh, it looks very cool. Although I was looking at the the Sokotano one, and that looks pretty awesome too. Um, but uh, yes, there will be uh, definitely some things happening in that space. Ooh, are you going to get yourself a hot toy? <laughs> uh, well, there, there are things happening in that space. Le- let's leave it at that and see what happens. <laughs> okay, all right. Then. Um, you can find you can see their entire catalogue at cultureshockcollectibles.com. The link will be in the description below for any nerd, noob, or first-time listener to the show listening. Everything's in the description below, as well as the link to the Facebook listener community if you want to send us some questions, reviews, thoughts, or just say, hey, the new Xbox looks awful, mm. um, to which I will respond with, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, there we go. Thank you very much for that, Teddy. Cultureshockcollectibles.com for your nerd collectible needs now 
Let's talk about the big stuff this week. It's all happening this week. We, inter- we interviewed. We interviewed three games, and these were the responses that they gave us. No, we played them, um, and we're going to talk about them now. Now, I'm going to do first cap off the rank because I want to get this one over yep. and done with before we yep. move on. Uh, it's going to be very quick. NBA 2K21. Now, anyone who knows anything uh, knows that the uh, NBA season has been going on for a while. And normally what they do when they release these games, the NBA 2K games, they release it and there's a new season and new lineups and all the rest of it. In the space of releasing NBA 2K20 and NBA 2K21, COVID happened. And therefore, the basketball season is still going on. So it hasn't finished yet. So all of the teams that normally get updated, new rosters and movements and all the rest of it, hasn't mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> so it's all the same teams from last year. So this game, I, I think they should they should actually go back and relabel this game as NBA 2K20.5 because <laughs> it really is. It really is last year's game. Uh, if you haven't got this game yet and you are an NBA 2K fan, I would recommend, strongly recommend holding off. Um, I don't think this is the year to upgrade your versions. Uh, at, at its heart, I think this is a very good, solid game still. The basketball is still amazing. Uh, they've updated the shot meter on there. They've uh, changed around some of the, the sticks as, so, as well, so you can do some cool dribble moves and all the rest of it, but that's about it. The rest of the fucking game is exactly the fucking same. Um, my, my, my question is, and yeah, sure. I have uh, spoken about it multiple times on this show, that I found NBA 2K20 very fucking money-hungry. Yeah. How is 21 compared to 2020's uh, money-hungry? <laughs> yeah, look, there, there is a... Uh, all of the money-hungriness is still there. Um, they, they have a, a mode in there called My Teams, or My Teams, and mm-hmm. it basically what it does is um, you, you collect cards, like you, know, you open up basketball card packs and you collect all of the you know, players in there and they have contracts and all the rest of it. And so you can you know, build up your teams based on what you, you know, how you want to play. And it's it's okay, but like the the way to you know you can basically go in there with you know a thousand dollars and buy all of the best players and have the best team in the in, in the league. So it's yeah, it's it's a bit of a shit. It's a pay to win system that's deliberately put in place to uh, you know to make you pay for stuff. And you can grind away, and like if you played you know, hundreds of hours of this game, you could absolutely grind away and uh, you know upgrade everything to the level that you wanted to, and gain all of the extra bonus stuff. And but it's not worth it. It's not worth your time. Um, they, you know, their system they've got, they they send out regular codes um, for bonus, you know, in-game currency. So you know if you're part mm-hmm. of their Twitter feed or you watch NBA 2K TV. All the rest of it, like they've got a bunch of stuff that can give you bonus things, but it's kind of like just giving an addict, like just you know, here's a little bump of coke, you know, just, just do a little bit of, have a little bit of crack, <laughs> just a, just a little, you know, just a, a wee half a dose of you know heroin or something like that, because once you have a little bit, you're like, oh shit, I just need a little bit more to get to that next point. And if you have an addictive personality, this game will suck you right in. It is exactly that. So, from a, uh, it, it's really disappointing. Like I think um, I was expecting a lot more. 
I was expecting mm-hmm. at least, you know, change some systems around or put something in there or make it a final special or do something really awesome with Kobe Bryant because he's fucking all over the place. Um, yeah, it could have been good, but they've chosen not to do anything big with this one. So a little bit disappointing so in that the- aspect. So the campaign create a character or create a player as you sort of you normally do and all that sort of stuff like yep. that. That is still the single player campaign for your character, putting shoes on and giving him tattoos and all that sort of crap still has microtransactions embedded into the single player campaign. Absolutely, yes. Um, so that's that's all Jeez. it's all still in there. Um, I will say they, they did a you know, it's a, an entirely new story this time around. Um, you start back in college and you know, play college ball with your character and yeah, you know, yeah, by the time you actually get to the NBA without having to you know, preload with all of the VC and spend all the money on it, you can actually be mm-hmm. a good, effective player rather than relying on sort of pre-game bonuses to actually help you you know, level your player up quickly. So, yeah, it okay. is. there are some good aspects for it. So you can actually you know, build up and feel more part of it. And the story is quite good. Um, it's really well acted. They've got some amazing uh, character actors in there this year. So I think um, they've done a really good job with that side of it. But I think everything else that gives this game personality is, is everything leads towards uh, the My Team uh, play and also the Neighbourhood, which is like a place where you take your single-player character, um, you can play pickup games with other people, you can buy clothes using in-game currency, you can buy gear and tattoos and haircuts and all the rest of it. And it's all just, yeah, it all feels very shittily done. Um so I think like, the biggest thing with the NBA 2K, right, because yeah, it comes out every year and they, they make a lot of money from it, but they just don't do anything new because they don't have to. Like, yeah. yeah, the gameplay is good. The gameplay is like, excellent. Outside of that. Like, yeah. It, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And when you're actually in game and you're playing a big game of basketball, <clears throat> you're having the time of your life. It looks like, you know, it looks like television. It looks real life. It's so, so good, and the animations are amazing. You mean there's no TV backdrops or you're not you know, playing in the Disney World Resort or anything like that? <laughs> Nothing like that, unfortunately, which would have been quite cool. I think that would have been a, you know, that would have shown that they'd actually put in a little bit of effort. It's still big crowds and all the rest of it. They've clearly done absolutely almost no work. I reckon they would have done a couple months worth of work to update the game, but other than that, it's exactly the same as last year. So... Uh, yeah, just long story short, this game is at its core, it's good. Like the basketball is mm-hmm. really, really good, but everything else that is packaged in is shit. Um, it's ex- exactly like the NFL game that I reviewed the other week. So the the Madden NFL, these guys just don't care anymore. They don't have to care because there's no contest for how good their game is. Um, yeah, there's there's no one else on the market. There's no one else on the market pushing them to do stuff. They used to have their NBA Live, and that used to push them. Um, they, they, you know, whenever they decide to actually come back, that might change things. But for now, 2K is the only place you're going to be able to go, and they know it, and they just milk that audience to death. So, yes, uh, a little bit disappointing there. I'm going to give this one a 3.5, um, which mm-hmm. for people who listened to last year's episode where we reviewed 2K20, that's exactly the same score as last year. I can't give it any less. But I, I can't. I absolutely, in my heart of hearts, can't give it any more. It's um, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't deserve that score. I don't think. But just because of how good the core game is, that makes up for so so much about uh, everything else there. 
Oh, well, look, and, and I'm surprised you're not necessarily giving it lower because it is the same game as last year with just, you know, plus one written on the title. I mean, there's um, some small in-game mechanics which have actually made a good difference. Like, so instead of using, you used to use the right stick just for shooting the ball and doing different shot things, you can now use it for yep. different dribble functions. So you can shoot with it and dribble and do all sorts of stuff. So it's actually made it more usable. Um, so there right. are different aspects of the game that have improved, uh, but they are such minute things that it, it just goes, well, like, clearly you're just trying some shit out. Do something new. Like, they haven't changed the game in you know, the last few years, and yeah, it's got maybe a slight graphics upgrade, but not much. Um, mm. And you can tell, like, this is end of life, like, with this console, because they, like, it, it, this same thing, I've been playing this on the PS Pro, uh, PS4 Pro, and it sounds like a, it's a fucking jet engine taking off sometimes. Like, it's so, so loud. The thing just about overheats from how loud this uh, this gets. So, yeah. Yeah, interesting to see what this will look like on the, the next console. The, you know, Absolutely. The PS5 and I, I do get, yeah. um, with this one, because I've got the, uh, the Mumba Forever um, upgraded digital copy, um, I also get the uh, next level um, uh, upgrade free of charge so the uh, the next gen okay. consoles so that will be interesting I'd like to see if there's any big improvements there but who knows who knows what's going to happen only one way to find absolutely. out absolutely it'll be to play it and I will definitely be doing that uh, but yes uh, there we go so that's uh, NBA 2K 20.5 <laughs> this definitely what people should put on oh, the box absolutely yeah um, now Duty, you've been playing a game you teased it last week let's talk about it let's talk full review for Avengers buddy Yes, so of course, uh, I'm as I've said multiple times, I was more hyped for this game than I have been for Cyberpunk. Uh, of course, everyone is excited for Cyberpunk. I am excited for Cyberpunk, but this is it's a comic book video game. Of course, I'm not going to be fucking over the moon for it. <laughs> um, we played the the beta, and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know, f- concerns were voiced in regards to how annoying the character of Kamala Khan is, and uh, and some of the gameplay mechanics. Um, I will go out straight out from the bat and say, um, if you haven't taken a look at the video review I've done on my duty channel um, I show gameplay and examples of how beautifully crafted this story is um, in regards to its opening moments of the game sort of straight off the bat Um, the the story is is pretty fucking good and the voice acting at first I thought might be a problem Um, Nolan North plays Iron Man in this game for people who don't know and you can hear dead you can hear his Deadpool voice in some of his lines (laughs) Um, and so I was sitting there going this is going to be a problem for me because Nolan North is is Deadpool for me and now he's playing Iron Man and I was picking it up on here and there but that's neither here or there the story's pretty good, essentially. It's it's exactly what you've seen in the trailers. Uh, Avengers try to stop Taskmaster on the bridge. Something goes wrong on, on the helicarrier. Captain America dies. Uh, Avengers get blamed for it. But it also creates uh, the Inhumans at the same time. The Inhumans were... They're basically superheroes like, the you know, the Avengers and the X-Men and all that sort of Wait, shit like that. are they the ones from the And at moon? one point... Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those ones. Like, like Black Bolt and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Marvel tried to do the Inhumans TV show and it lasted like a season and then they just immediately cancelled it. Oh man, I watched like half of that first episode and turned it off. It was stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's it's those guys. 
Um, so it's 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 a pretty good game. You start off as Kamala Khan. You realize that uh, this company, AIM, who if you read the comic books, you know that AIM is basically a fucking joke. Um, start up and go like, hey, we're going to cure the Inhumans um, and we're going to fix what the Avengers did because the Avengers, you know, broke the world and all this sort of crap like that. Uh, and you as Kamala go, hey, something's wrong here. Um, AIM have set up sort of robots that are called Inhuman Hunters, which obviously is a ripoff of fucking Sentinels. Um, yeah. And uh, they're going up and capturing Inhumans uh, and and attempting to cure them, as they say. Oh, okay. Uh, you, as Kamala Khan, go up to, you know, to go find the Avengers to find a resistance because everything Disney owns has a fucking resistance. Um, and uh, you essentially re-recruit the Avengers and you sort of take out AIM, uh, being sort of this big evil corporation that uh, has hired, uh, you know, famous Marvel villains like the Hulk's Abomination, Taskmaster, and, uh, of course, the character MODOK is uh, is the main villain for the game, which is pretty cool. Mm. The gameplay is, supr- is... It's a little bit of... It's it, when it shines, it really, really, really fucking shines. But some characters really don't shine. So uh, I've had this discussion with my brother, who, who thinks the opposite to me. But as you play the campaign, you recruit the Avengers. Um, so when you you know f- find Hulk, you play as Hulk. You, you do his recruitment mission. Once you've done that, you can go back to the menu. This big thing comes up like Hulk is now available, and you can use him whenever you want. Yeah, Iron Man's mission is fantastic. It's very structured and linear but like a uncharted level of linear like it's okay. that cinematic awesome I, I, you know you, you're caught in the moment as you're playing sort sure. of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Iron Man mission fantastic the next person you unlock after that is Black Widow and I found her mission pretty shit um, you play as her once prior to this in the game with uh, you take on Taskmaster which was in the beta and then you can just openly play as her in the beta as well but her mission is essentially you're sneaking around doing this sort of espionage sort of stuff but you're also going up against enemy variants who when you're playing as Hulk or Thor or Captain Marvel are quite tough and Black Widow is very dodgy and very quick but she also if she gets hit she gets fucking hit and her gameplay seems accurate to the character at least yeah, yeah, and uh, and I I appreciate that that they've gone like yeah of course Black Widow can't get hit like three times before you know like Iron Man can or like Hulk can because they've got larger health pools and shit but um Black Widow's gameplay is basically I felt like a copy paste of Tomb Raider she plays like Lara Croft in regards to um, her her ranged attack as she pulls out pistols and just starts shooting and for me to get past the uh, the recruitment level for Black Widow, I it was like, okay, I can't go in and attack them because they have shields, and the game hasn't told me how to take out shields as Black Widow. Mm. And if I try to charge up a heavy attack to knock down the shields, I get hit from a fucking enemy off screen, so I, I'm getting frustrated. So it's like, fuck it, I'm just going to run around and shoot them, and essentially make and the game felt like a very cheap third-person shooter. Yeah. Uh, later on you unlock Thor Thor's awesome he's great he's a mixture of Hulk and Iron Man um, and Captain America who I thought um, I, I thought he'd be like Black Widow I'm like okay how do you make Captain America fun in regards to the, the, the way this game works and he actually is my second favourite sort of playable character in the game he's really fun I did enjoy him um, playing like the little snippet that you got of him when they did sort of the, the roll call of of heroes in the beta like I think he was he was kind of fun like he had some uh, some good movement uh, throwing the shield around was pretty badass like it was it was, it was pretty cool and then when you actually unlock him c- compared to when you play him in the beta of course you can do things 
that you couldn't do in the beta. Like if you play the you know the the beta or the first opening mission again, you can't fly as Thor. You're stuck on the ground, and then when you unlock him in the game, you can fly and do all that sort of shit. Um, Captain America's gameplay is really, really just like it's satisfying to the point where like when you th- same thing with Thor. When you throw their weapons around, you hear this very heavy gong as Thor, but you hear that metallic sort of echoed clang of Captain America's shield bouncing around and mm-hmm. stuff. It's this really fucking cool sound. The sound design and all that sort of stuff is fantastic. But the the biggest pitfall for me with this game is this 110% should have been a big open world game like Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4 yeah. or Grand Theft Auto or something like that. But instead, this game is a lot of its core mechanics, ideas and gameplay is copy and pasted from Destiny. And they just went, okay, it's not a first person shooter. It's a third person action game. You're playing as the Avengers. The, there are stores that you can go to and you know you know buy upgrades and materials and shit like that to the point where the screen is identical from Destiny where you have the random vendor standing on the right hand side of the screen and then all the boxes on the left hand side of the screen and they're like hello adventurer or hello captain and, and all that sort of crap like that it feels identical to Destiny yeah. and while I don't mind those mechanics the hub world sort of system that they've used for Destiny just doesn't really feel fit with the characters of the Avengers. Like, every every character has a, has a mode of transportation to get around in these hub worlds. Of course, Iron Man flies and Thor flies. Captain America runs really fast, but like super soldier, so it's sort of like what you get at the start of Winter Soldier. He actually like sprints pretty fast um, and he can double jump and wall run. Uh, Miss Marvel and Black Widow have sort of a Spider-Man-esque movement system where Black Widow will shoot a grappling gun out of her wrist and swing and Miss Marvel will just reach out with her hand and grab it and swing. Mm -hmm. But the worst is the Hulk because he's supposed to, you know, his traversal is jumping and I'm sitting there going, yep, cool, the Hulk fucking leaps. We've seen him do it in countless video games and in in the movies and everything. But he sort of like frog hops in this game where like, you know, as soon as you hit the ground, hit jump again, he'll jump a little bit higher or a little bit further. I'm like, no, the the Hulk should fucking leap. Like it should be to the point where like, okay, cool. There's, you know, you're playing with your friends. There's an enemy up ahead and you just see Hulk from behind just jump and leap in front of you. Um, It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird game. I will say the story is really good. Voice acting and the sound design, fantastic. The combat and the actual gameplay itself is is pretty good. Um, Kratos inspired, I think the guy who actually did the the combat for Kratos in God of War did Thor's combat in this, and it feels basically near identical. And it's it's actually a really good thing. Captain America is very satisfying to play as. Um, Iron Man is definitely the anti-air, quick moving, but also can take a hit class. Like I, I'm now that I've unlocked Thor and no, I've finished the game. I'm using Thor as my main, but, you know, when there's drones and enemies coming in from the sky, Iron Man does it a fuckload faster because he can just sort of just spin around and shoot everything. Where Thor, you have to throw the hammer, then you have to call it back. Yeah. And if you miss, you have to call it back. So it's that slow aerial movement. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a really good game. It's like Kratos from God of War, though, right? It's just, yeah, you know, you're used to a little bit of that, but it doesn't, it, it, I suppose it doesn't feel as fluid as Kratos. Yeah, it actually does. Um, the ground combat of Thor feels fluid it, it, you don't have you, you do get the sound and the controller vibrates when you call back the hammer and when you're doing certain abilities you'll you'll use the hammer in some really cool ways um it doesn't have the first time you play god of war and you throw the axe and you call it back you know how your, your playstation 4 controller just goes whoom and vibrates mm. sort of perfectly to the axe coming back it's not a perfect vibrate it's still a really decent vibrate but it's not this sense of 
like you've actually caught something flying at you and the controller's coming into your chest sort of movement of vibration, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, but the, the, the gameplay is pretty cool as Thor. It's, it's, it's very similar to, to Kratos in, in the regards of, you know, the Leviathan Axe and Molnir. Um, using his heavy attacks and you unlock certain combos like, you know, X four times and Y and stuff. And he'll do some of the moves that you see Thor do in the movies. Like he'll spin the hammer around on his wrist, but he'll hold it in front of him like a shield. Mm. Um, and he'll be able to like smack enemies around and all this sort of shit. I did have, and still do, in fact, have a game-breaking bug. Um, and it is game, as you know, you talked about last week with Windbreaker, it is game-breaking. Um, I was on the very last mission of the game, and just like in you know Avengers movies, they, they sort of reform themselves, and they go, look, well, if, if we're going to die, we're going to go out you know, with a bang, and they get all these new cool uniforms and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the cutscene for going off to start the main mission I'm not going to spoil anything but Captain America is supposed to be wearing his helmet he wasn't wearing his helmet and you could see through his forehead mm. um, the Quinjet wasn't loaded inside so they were just sort of invisible jet Wonder Woman flying for a bit and I went no if I'm doing the last mission I want this to work I, I want to see everyone in their outfits properly I don't want to see anyone you know with any graphical issues so I quit the game and went back into it and anytime I click on campaign, I'm in an infinite load screen. Oh, um, no. So shit. I am on the last mission of the game. And if I go into the menu and hit campaign, infinite load screen. Now, there is an option in the menus to go into what's called Avengers Initiative. This basically skips the campaign and it just goes into multiplayer. So you can invite with your friends and just, if you just want to play the multiplayer and fuck the campaign, you can do that. That still works for me. So I'm still playing multiplayer with friends, but I haven't done the last mission. Oh, that's so frustrating. And. <laughs> I, I have contacted Square Enix and on their supports and all that sort of stuff like that, and they've they've you know made note of it. and They've got to fix it with patches and stuff. And there is teething issues with games as a service titles, but the last mission of the game crashes to the point where it just doesn't load anymore. And then of course I've gone into the multiplayer Avengers Initiative, and the the opening cutscene for that just goes, "Well, this happened," and it's like, "Cool, I didn't get to experience that." Fuck. <laughs> so. It's a massive annoyance. There isn't microtransactions in this game, just like NBA 2K. They're only cosmetic, though. Um, so you cannot unlock any armor or weapon upgrades or anything like that that will statistically change your character at all. Yeah. It is just skins. It is nameplates. It is emotes. That's it. There's there's no, you know, buy a weapon, buy the a better grip for Thor's hammer and all that sort of shit like that. It's just, it's like Overwatch. It's just cosmetics. Um... I have bought a costume, but and the conversion rate is 500 credits is eight Australian dollars, and costumes cost between 900 to 1400 credits, so it's about 15 bucks a skin, yeah. if not more. So yeah, there are those or things you can with buy it. Some um, five but- gum. <laughs> to- <laughs> oh yeah, buy. Didn't you buy some as well? No, I, I absolutely did not. But uh, yeah, I joked about it, but I did not purchase it because um, that would have been crazy. Yeah, no. Like there, there, there are ways to get different skins in this game, but we we talked about that and joked about that earlier on. I think that's that's a little bit crazy, right? Yeah, there is uh, there is a, a character challenge card. It's like the seasons in Fortnite. If you, you know you do the weekly and the daily challenges, like defeat three enemies by not touching the ground as Iron Man or something like that. It'll give you like four points. These four points go into your challenge card, it levels up your challenge card, and as you level up your challenge card, you'll get skins and shit like that. So you don't need to buy the skins if you don't want to. It's sort of like that leveling system in Formula 1 2020. You know, next level, you get a, a different yeah. racing skin yeah. or whatever. It's almost irrelevant. It's that. There's no... 
yeah yeah but there's no two tiers to it so there's no like free tier and paid tier it's just the same tier um which is which is kind of cool so i've unlocked skins with that as well so yeah that's it's fun the story mode's great the the actual plot and character development and heart of kamala khan and all the characters that appear is fantastic um so from i'm gonna split this up into two reviews and i'll come to the multiplayer at at a different episode because i've gone on for a little while now but single playerly playing this game if you don't have this bug um i'm going to give it a four i i I really yeah I, i i really think that there's a lot of fun to be had here um, especially for the single player stuff, the story and the cutscenes and stuff are, are really well put together. Um, I know Ian is playing it, so of course, uh, thank you to, to Bandai Namco. We got two codes, so I give one to Ian. Ian's not enjoying it as much. Um, Look, Ian doesn't and, like and- fun though, so. <laughs> it's 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 something for him that he's going oh, I don't know about this and you can play the campaign with a friend uh, or with a couple friends as you keep unlocking characters but only certain missions are multiplayer where some missions like say the unlock mission for Iron Man is only one yeah. player because um, you're forced to play certain characters while you know the AI stands around and does something or whatever yeah. It's it's fun. I had fun with it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with four. I'll come back to the multiplayer at another episode. I think yeah, sure. Um, because there's a lot to break down. For Absolutely. This game. Well, there we go. Definitely uh, worth checking out if you're into that stuff. Then by the sounds of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's it's uh, it, it's a fun game. It was my first 4K uh, capture as well. So it's it's still like you, when when the graphics and, and things render and load. Sometimes it you know takes a little bit, but it's fucking beautiful <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, well, thank you for that, mate. Um, but uh, you've been playing something from my childhood, <laughs> and essentially, I put out a tweet on, on Twitter going, of course, you know, we're talking about uh, three different games today on Noob. What are you playing on t- on the Twitter universe? And everyone came back with the same fucking thing, <laughs> except, of course, one of our listeners who's playing Animal Crossing and is trying to convince me to get it. Um, but Fuzzy, what are you playing? I am playing the most awesome game, one of the games of the year so far. It is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake. Thank you very much. Like, just awesome. Just so, so good. Uh, From the moment this game opens up, um, when you get Mm -hmm. a little bit of Rage Against the Machine in the... uh, uh, Guerrilla Radio? uh, Yes, through the the opening credits. So it's just going through all of the, uh, the superstar skateboarders that you could go as, doing cool tricks on the street. It's fucking badass. Like, you're just like, oh. It's one of those ones that I just, like, cranked it up. Like, I just turned the TV up way too loud and uh, and just listened and watched the whole intro. It was so mm-hmm. good. Um, the soundtrack for those games are so fucking oh, good, Oh, it's man. amazing. And, like, this this one is uh, is obviously gets to cherry pick from both 1 and 2 as well. So uh, just some, some classic, classic stuff through there. It's got a whole bunch of new music in there as well, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. It's gone away from that sort of, uh, like, skater punk... Uh, rock kind of stuff. It's gone into a little bit more rap and other and harder rock, but I think it's it actually works quite well in the context of the game. It helps to modernise it a little bit, um, so it's not just yep. that stale old experience. It is something new to that. Um, it's just great. Like everything that you can remember about this game. You know how like when you play a game uh, as an adult, you play a game that you had as a kid, and it's like you go back to it and you're like oh, this game's shit, like, I can't believe I thought these graphics were amazing, all this, you know. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what I, I, yeah. I thought this was great when I was... This is that, that remaster that you go, this is exactly how my fucking brain remembers it. Like, I still remember being blown away by it and having fun with it and doing all these amazing things. And it's just 
it's just hits all of those marks. It makes it's such a good nostalgia piece because it's got everything, but it's in a much better format. And I, I went back and looked at some of like those old videos of like the old gameplay, and, and you're like, wow, that looks terrible, and this looks really good. So, that, like, just it's just awesome. Like you're playing through classic maps from one and two. Um, it made me as well remember how much I really loved three. I think three may have been my favorite. Um, three had Darth Maul and Wolverine. Yeah, and it's just like it had head, some yeah. cool stuff, but like and some different music in there. Um, we talked about, I believe, Ace of Spades the other day. That was from three, not two. So uh, just as a quick clarify on that one for you, Duty. Um, yeah, I, I look. I, I think there's just there's just so much to like about this game. All of the control systems are exactly the same, um, so you can immediately just pick it up and go, "Yep, f- sweet, I know exactly what I'm doing." Um, my thumb, my left thumb, has gone red raw. Like I actually have to take breaks away from this game because I'm thrashing that control pad, and it's just ah, oh, so good. You know, in the, you know what I used to do as a kid. What I did back in my day when I was playing Tony Hawk, you know, on the first PlayStation, yeah. is I'd put band aids. Oh on yeah, my yeah, yeah, I did that too. I t- absolutely yeah. band. You put a bit of band aid on there, um, and then I had like yep. a bit of like gauze tape over the top of it as well to give it some grip. And yeah, it's yep. just like you need. Like I needed it that first night playing it. I played maybe five six hours the first night, and I was just like, yeah, I was red red raw. So. It's. Um, I've had to give myself more frequent breaks since then, but it's it's so good. It is everything you want it to be and more. Um, all of the same, you know, tricks and tips are all there. So if you remember where all the, you know, the bells are hidden and all the things, you know, the wall rides and the secret tapes, they're all in the same spots. Um, and yeah, you know, it's just just awesome. These little, I've forgotten that sort of gameplay as well. It's like little two minute time attacks, right? So. You're given in each of the different zones and you just time attack specific tricks and all the rest of it. And, you know, I'd forgotten how, like, accessible it is. Because you can literally pick it up, have a good couple of runs, and then go, nah, I've got to fuck off and do something else. Like, it's a really pick-up, put-down gameplay, but it's so... I just, I just something about it that makes you stay. Like, it makes you stay and listen to the music and hear things going on and upgrade your characters. It's just... They've done so, they've done such a good job to capture the magic of both of those games, um, and it's and, and that's, that's this is probably one of if not the the first good decision that Activision has made in a while <laughs> because you know they, they they did fuck over people with the Diablo Mobile thing and uh, and World of Warcraft three re uh, Warcraft three reforged and you know some people weren't a fan of Call of Duty including myself um, but it, it, it appears like this thing is, is there microtransactions in this game that's actually what I should ask because every game nowadays has microtransactions there is but I, I mean I think it's all like you know it's skins for your skateboard and like gear and stuff like that and you can buy in-game currency but I don't think you really need to um, it's, you know I'm sure there'll be people who want to dress up their dudes in specific ways you know just to look like very specific things or look cooler than they are but I don't think you need to I look cooler than they are I think there's enough that you unlock within the game and like you know I've unlocked a bunch of stuff now and I you know I'm quite happy like you know I've unlocked a really cool deck and uh, some cool grip tape and I'm like yeah that looks exactly how I want it to do I won't change it unless something else awesome comes along and I've got oodles of currency left over to spend it on it so I think it's it's one of those games that has microtransactions, doesn't make it part of the experience, 
um, which allows yep. you to play it. And if you want to look cool, and this is and this is where I think microtransactions are fine. Like if you've got uh, something that's purely cosmetic that just makes you look slightly cooler or wackier or whatever you want it to be, great, go for it. I don't fucking care about it. And that's you know that's exactly how that should work within the game. Um, and they do that well. And I think that's you know it's not something to either like mark them up or down for. It's just yeah, they've they've not made it a deal within this game that you should have to drive towards you know paying extra for it. Um, yeah, and, and 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 I assume as well as it's, it's probably in the same vein of NBA Two K Twenty One. You can use the microtransactions for uh, for skill points yep. to level up your character. Well, and like okay. I, yeah. I don't know yeah. how that like because they within the game there are like spe- specific um, skills that you have to collect. So to unlock the you know, to unlock the um, the skill sets within these players, you have to collect those skill points from around these environments. So you have to do the tricks yeah, okay. to unlock the next place. You know you have to complete all of the activities within the first area to move on to the next one. You have competitions that you have to you know do well at. You know little time attacks. So it, it very much is a you can't just unlock the whole game. The the game forces you to get good at it in order to unlock the next level yeah and that's i I think that's really awesome rather than you know encouraging people to spend money on something you are encouraging people to get better at your own game and it was always a really cool system that was done really well within tony hawks and it's captured here again it's it is that magical experience that you had when you first started playing this game so uh, look, I, I'm, I'll just sit here raving about it for ages. I'm just going to cut it off now before I go completely bananas on it. <laughs> I've, I've got, I've got one, one sure. more question because we are. It is a bit of a longer episode, but we are talking about three games now. Are the character models of you know Tony Hawk and all that sort of stuff like that? Are they their old age in regards to what they were when the game released, <laughs> or have they been aged up to what they look like now? It's. I, I'm going to say like it's it's can be hard to tell but i would like tony hawk looks like he's looks pretty good for his age right now um but yeah oh no no i'm, I'm meaning more bam margera because i, I fucking hate bam <laughs> and i know he's fat now so is he fat on the skateboard now is, is my main question uh, i will say that they've been very kind with him uh on the weight and yeah <laughs> but they do look older like they have aged them up so it's not okay. just you know these young bucks running around. It is very much like you know, characters of an age that they are now still doing cool tricks, and it's just it's just fun, man. Like everything they've done in this game, it looks and plays really well. I think there'll be um, there's so much room for so much more. I hope they bring out three at, at some stage. Like I think that'll just be yeah, the icing on the cake. But yeah, it's it's such a good game. I I can't recommend this highly enough uh, to anyone who either a played the played the game previously, like get this, get it again. It's so good. Uh, and b to anyone who hasn't played it before, it is one of the best and most fun ar- arcade sports games that you ever play. Like it is very, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, like uh, we talked about Skater XL um, and playing that experience. That experience is like. Hey, I just want to be down to earth and like you know feel really good about doing an ollie for no reason, um, and it's just it, like I pl- having played that and having played this, I just this is the experience that I want. I want it to be arcade and a little bit silly and a little bit crazy and yeah, I want that fun aspect to it. Um, those skater sims, the other ones, they forget all of that. They forget that there is fun to be had here and that people are just they're playing a game to play a game. They're not trying to just, you know, 
be the most accurate skateboarder doing a you know f- flip kick in the world it's like just enjoy yeah it. there there are some sort of genres of games out there that will not work for a, a simulator where arcade is is much better yeah that's it and this is the yeah, the arcade experience that i think everybody should have so um i i think this is i, I said it earlier and i'll say it again it is one of my favorite games of this year i i think it is just spot on and everything that it's tried to do has captured the magic of the original and it has made uh, it's upgraded it it's made it better it's streamlined it it's done all of the things that you want it to and it's just good uh and with that in mind i'm going to give this one a five it is shit first five of the year it's so good holy so so good i i know there's a lot of like you know scores coming in uh, lower than that one but I look at this and I, go, I went back and reviewed it, like look at the reviews from the original games and all those original games were all, you know, sort of four, four and a half or fives, you know, they were all really, really good, you know, high, high scores for it. And I'm seeing some of the reviews come through now and they're giving it like eights or, you know, four out of five. And I'm like, how can you, if this is a better version of what they've done before, how can you score it any lower? And the, the answer is you can't. You have to give it a better score because it is two of some of the greatest games of all time mashed together in one package. It's so so good. Yeah, first first five of the year. It's it's it's. I, I think it will be like you know that the, there needs to be a category we need to have for uh, for our game of the year episode that needs to be remake remaster. Yeah. Um, because we've gotten, of course, Resident Evil 3 at the start of the year. we got SpongeBob. We've got, uh, next week you'll be talking about Kingdoms of Amalur, yes. uh, yeah, Reckoning, which is a, a remake remaster. So that'll be next week's episode for people mm-hmm. interested. Uh, we've gotten heaps of games that have been remade remastered this year, but this seems to be the, you know, the icing on the oh, cake. Oh, man, it's so good. Like, I know how much you were raving about the Resident Evil games when they got redone. Like, you know, how they upgraded the systems and, you know, made it a lot more relevant. Uh, as a modern game like mm. i think that's that's yeah this was a, a it's a pop culture icon right but it's they've they, they haven't just left it sitting you know sitting in the dust they've they've uplifted this game to make it a new relevant like somehow managed to re make this thing relevant again you know in 2020 like 20 years after it came out like it's it's amazing that that's that's even possible that this game is still relevant and doing its thing you know, 20 years after it got first released so yeah I, I'm, I'm hoping to see more like this from them I, I would love to see more I think it, uh, it deserves more development and more more time and attention and the the response that you see in public is exactly the response that uh, that I have it's it's such a good experience I might have to take a look at purchasing a copy. Oh, look, I, I, can, I couldn't strongly recommend this enough. I think if you enjoyed anything about those original games, you will love this. This is uh, the one that deserves to be played this year. And uh, if you're in isolation like us, plenty of time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Excellent. Well, uh, look, that's it from us this week. Uh, lots of games to talk about. We've got more to talk about next week. Um, we will be back to discuss all of those and more. Um, now this is yeah, King, the only one I can think of is Kingdom of Amalur. Amalur is that? Uh, I'm not sure. I've been saying Amalur, but then I realised that's not correct. So um, yes, it's something. Kingdoms of Amalur yeah, next week. I think they called it like Re Reckoning. Uh, it's yeah. Anyway, it's the remastered edition of that. We will be talking about that next week. Faux shower. Um, on top of many many other pieces of news to puff out the episode. 
<laughs> until that time where I need to pad for extra time. Uh, this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if you can't pull off your kip flipping twist, um, then you got to get good. And this is Judy reminding you to play with each other and play with yourself. <laughs>